Can't talk about Trump Putin today if we don't talk about Rosenstein's moronic indictment the other day, all right? He indicted 12 Russian intelligence officers who will never see the inside of a courtroom. It sets a dangerous precedent. The Democrats and the neocons are begging for us, to, uh, begging for Trump to demand he, uh, Putin extradite those 12 intelligence officers. Demand it. To demand it. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, and here's why. We don't have an extradition treaty with Russia, nor are they with us. They're not going to give us anybody. Mueller knows that. Mueller knows that. That's why he keeps indicting Russians. It keeps the false Russia collusion narrative alive, and no Russian ever has to walk into a courtroom. But they do this. They do this on Friday. Rosenstein, a guy two rungs under the president of the United States on the, you know, on the, on the food chain, decides to call a press conference while the president of the United States is on an official state visit to the UK, standing with the queen, standing with the queen. It's so ridiculous that Rosenstein announces this bogus indictment. Now, if you're going to indict and listen, Russia meddled in our elections. Russia is a competitor. They're a foe. They're an adversary. I wouldn't call them an enemy because our military conducts joint exercises with theirs. So I want to talk a little bit about why this is so ludicrous, why this is all so ludicrous. Rosenstein goes and he indicts these 12 Russian intelligence officers. Now, what happens when Russia starts indicting our intelligence officers? Because it's going to happen. They hack us. We hack them. Obama meddled in Israel's elections. But what happens now when countries around the world start, start indicting our people? It was a stupid thing that Rosenstein and the deep state did to try to keep the fake Russia collusion narrative alive. John Zeland says, what if Putin does extradite? He won't. He won't extradite his intelligence officers. We wouldn't extradite ours. We wouldn't extradite ours. You'd never have anybody ever again apply to work in an intelligence agency if the government they work for is extraditing them for work the government they work for ordered them to do. It would shut down intelligence. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So Rosenstein does this. He preempts the president's visit with the queen on television for his presser, for Rosenstein's press conference. That in and of itself is insubordinate and borderline seditious. The optics of Rosenstein's press conference are really weird. He's up there on his podium. He's got these two thuggy-looking guys behind him with their arms folded. He was, that, was a, that was a message to Donald Trump that we're at war with you. DOJ and Deep State are at war with you, and we're going to keep this up. It's, there's no, look, look, we hack. They hack. Indicting 12 GRU officers. Now, let's talk about the hack. Explain to me how John Podesta using password, his password, and falling for a 1997-era phishing scam is a hack. It's not. Now, I know a thing or two about law enforcement. You will never, you will never get a conviction, ever, in this case, with regards to the DNC server. There's only been one entity that's ever been able to look at the DNC server, and it's not the FBI. It's not law enforcement. It's a private company, CrowdStrike. There are so many problems with the the chain of custody of the evidence there that a first-year law student could have that case thrown out. That This is ridiculous. This was all designed to keep the fake collusion narrative alive because Peter Strzok bombed in his testimony last week and to disrupt the Trump-Putin summit today. That's what this was all about. This was designed for that reason and that reason alone, to disrupt the summit today. 
to put Trump in a position where no matter what he does, the left and the neocons and the Democrats and the never Trumpers could could accuse him of going soft on Putin. If he doesn't demand extradition, he's going soft on Putin. Now, like I said, what happens when Russia starts indicting our intelligence people working inside the U.S., demanding we extradite them? We're going to laugh in their face, too. The bigger question is, if this is truly about, truly about holding foreign intelligence services to task for illegal behavior, why are they not indicting Cuban and Chinese intelligence? Why? Why are they not indicting Cuban and Chinese intelligence services? And I know we've got some stream issues again today, guys. Not much I can do about that. I'm sorry. We are seeing, I'm seeing it again. It's, um, I've got it on YouTube's end. We're trying here, but it's really, really difficult. So I got to apologize to you. It's, uh, it's been very, very tough dealing with this YouTube stream. I'm going to try to figure out something here for you. Played with a lot of settings over the weekend, but why are we not indicting the Chinese and why are we not indicting the Cubans? We know they used sonic weapons against us. We know they hack us. We know they operate against our people. They've injured our people with these sonic weapons. Why no indictments on them? Oh, because Trump isn't accused of colluding with them. There's no false narrative to keep alive. Rosenstein, here's another piece of this you might not have understood. Mark Meadows, Republican senator from North Carolina, chairman of the Freedom Caucus, had articles of impeachment for Rosenstein on the House floor right around the same exact time that Rosenstein called a press conference that preempted the president, that kept the Russia collusion narrative alive, that that helped Mueller continue with his witch hunt hoax. This is ridiculous. This is stupid. Wasting taxpayer time and money indicting 12 Russian intelligence officers who will never see the inside of a courtroom. Now, Mueller also uh, indicted 13 Russian whatevers. People, entities, we don't even know what they Mueller get to say now. Well, I indicted 25 Russians, got three guilty pleas, and have Manafort up on charges. Well, you indicted 25 Russians that have nothing to do with anything. There's no evidence of collusion, none whatsoever, none. 25 Russians, no evidence of collusion. Guys, we, uh, again, I'm, I'm sorry. The, uh, trying to fix this stream for you. Let me know if it, uh, I'm sorry, guys. I know we, uh, we, we keep having this problem on the back end. I've got all green lights on my end telling me everything is great. The stream rate is great. And on the back end with YouTube, I keep getting told. I keep getting told uh, that there's a problem. And, um, you know, if we, uh, um, this, is, uh, this is terrible. I don't know why we keep having this problem. And I kid you not, when I look down here at my streams, I'm running speed tests with my, uh, with my machine. There's a dedicated, I use a dedicated machine for this. Nothing else running on it. <clears throat> we have a fast broadcast quality connection. This is, uh, everything is on YouTube's end. I'm watching my stream rates here, outgoing, are actually higher than I even have them set. Something's happening on the back end. It's uh, very, very difficult to do this. But anyway, so today's Trump-Putin summit. So what the left and the neocons want to see, after Rosenstein's grandstanding, and what I was saying was, uh, was um, the, uh, the indictments, 
25 Russians indicted. He'll never see the inside of a courtroom. General Flynn Papadopoulos pled to bogus false statements and Rick Gates to old financial crimes. Jakumar Jadlov says, what do I think about Russia's interference in Syria? Is it interference? I don't think it's interference. Assad invited them in. Assad invited them in. Russia's been there. We know that. And they've been, uh, Syria is a very complex issue. It's a very complex issue. Iran wants the Shia Crescent. They all want to be on Israel's doorstep. Iran does anyway. Syria, though, left to its own devices, is relatively secular. Russia likes Syria for the uh, strategic geography. It's a really complex issue, but it's a place the neocons want us in a shooting war. And we don't want to be in a shooting war. The Dems and the neocons also want us in a shooting war with Russia. We don't want to be in a shooting war with Russia. And I have to apologize again, guys, the, uh, for the stream. It's just terrible, and, and we're being... I don't know if we're being throttled. I don't know what it is, but it's, uh, it's horrible having to deal with this. Funny thing is, I never have issues with up- uploading or, or sending signal up until I start, and I'm not a conspiratorial guy. It's probably a coincidence. Until I start talking about Deep State, Rosenstein, Mueller. It's almost on cue when I say those names, my bandwidth and my stream starts to freeze. It's bizarre. It's absolutely bizarre. I don't like to believe things like that, but, and it's, what the funny thing is, if you notice it froze right after I talked about it freezing when I mentioned Mueller and Rosenstein's names. That, that's actually pretty funny, right? But uh, now, the Trump-Putin summit, so what do I expect from it? Well, Trump's now going in under the cloud of this bogus indictment. I suspect Trump's going to say, hey, we did it. Your guys meddled. Some guys that worked for me decided this was a good idea. It is what it is. You want to extradite him? No. All right. We've got no extradition treaty. <clears throat> Nothing I can really do, which is true. It would be absolutely ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous for uh, Mueller, or for Mueller, for Trump to storm out of the meeting if Putin doesn't extradite people because we have no extradition treaty with Putin. And the funny thing is, I said the word Mueller, if you guys notice, said the word Mueller, and the stream froze again. If, if I were a conspiratorial guy, I might believe there's something to it. Anyway, it, it's, so, it's so silly. And I wish I could show you a, a second camera shot of what I'm looking at here on my local control panel. All green lights, blazing fast speed out, and a signal from YouTube to our end, all green lights on the stream they're receiving. Uh, it's amazing. Just absolutely amazing. <laughs> and democided Demi softly, I, I'm not paranoid. I don't believe in conspiracy. I believe that this is, uh, I believe that this is all coincidental. But man, it's a series of really interesting coincidences, right? So going into the summit, I think, I think uh, Trump is going to have to hold a hard line on trade, hold a hard line on Russian military interference. He's going to have to, uh, justice is clear, and I hope one of our admins are here because you're going to get blocked now from the show. You are going to be blocked from the show and removed because if you ever glorify cop killers on this show, you're no longer welcome on this show. So you were timed out. You're going to be permanently banned and blocked next time. So, uh... I think Trump has got to go in there. 
He's got to take a hard line with Russia. He's got to be uh, tough. He's got to be strong. He can't harp on any of the issues DOJ wants him to harp on because they're not going to go easy. Mueller is going to keep on going until he can issue a report for impeachment of Donald Trump. That's his end game. That's what he wants. That's what he wants. That's all he cares about is impeaching this president. I don't believe Mueller is an honest ethical actor. I don't believe Mueller has the country's best interests at heart. I believe Mueller needs his scalps, and that's what he's going for. Now, somebody else needs to tell me when they, I want to move on to this subject of this police officer killed yesterday in Weymouth, uh, Massachusetts, and four other cops shot around the country. At the same time, these morons are protesting in Chicago. But I want to say this. Somebody still needs to explain to me how John Podesta, falling for a 1997 phishing scam, prevented Hillary from effectively campaigning in Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. How that all prevented Hillary from running the world's worst campaign and being incredibly unlikable. Why Hillary lost the election. No one liked her. Not likable. Now, I'm going to go back to all your comments on Russia and, and Trump, Putin, and Rosenstein, but I want to talk about a really deadly day yesterday, well, a dangerous day, for police officers. We had three shot in the Kansas City area, another shot elsewhere, and one murdered. A police officer, the last name is Chesna, 42 years old, in Weymouth, Massachusetts. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Right when I start talking about Hillary losing in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and uh, Michigan, the stream freezes again. Isn't it amazing? It's just, this is great. Either, I'm going to still say these are coincidences, but they're the most coincidental coincidences <clears throat> I've ever experienced in my life. So anyway, we had five police officers shot, one killed. Now, police officer Chesna up in Weymouth, Massachusetts. Tragic case. This is for all the morons, and I know Steel Anvil is going to be uh, cheering me on with this one, who say, police shot an unarmed man. Let me tell you a little bit I've learned about police officer Chesna. Police officer Chesna is an, an Iraq veteran, okay? Police officer Chesna was an NCO under the command of a very good friend of mine. He knew him very, very well. Police officer Michael Chesna was a rock star, non-commissioned officer on the battlefield in Afghanistan. And I, and I say that, I say that. Because this was not a guy. I don't want to hear Monday morning quarterbacks saying, oh, he probably let his guard down. This guy probably let the guy get the drop on him. No, no. I, my buddy was, was uh, I won't say which unit they were in, but it's a famed fighting unit where Chesna was an NCO and universally well-liked, well-regarded as a top-notch pro. He drew his weapon. But this local drug dealer, a guy named Lopez, Beat him with a rock, took his gun, shot him in the chest, and shot him in the head. He simply, the police officer, lost that fight. This is why, when I hear the terms unarmed victim, police shoot unarmed victim, or routine car stop. Why do cops have their guns out on routine car stops? Go on patrol one day and tell me, after your shift, one shift, go work where I work, in the hood. You tell me how many car stops are routine. You tell me how not dangerous unarmed suspects are. Go and tell me. It's disgraceful. This is all, I believe, 
part and parcel, part and parcel, the the um, Obama's war on police. Thugs are still emboldened. So what do we see? We see this, this situation. We see this situation in Chicago. This terrible situation in Chicago where people are protesting the police for shooting a bad guy. Protests, cops are being injured, people are rushing barricades, they're rushing the police, they're trying to beat, oh, look at that, our stream froze again. They're trying to beat up cops. Why? Why? They thought that was unarmed because neighborhood people said he was. He was shot in the back because neighborhood people said he was. No, if you watch the video released yesterday by the Chicago Police Department, not only was the guy armed, he was so bold he was carrying in a holster with a mag carrier on the other side. This guy was carrying tactically on the street in Chicago. Police went to do a legal stop and frisk. The bad guy spun away, hit one of the cops, ran, spun again, tried to grab his weapon, at which point a Chicago police officer put him down. Chicago police officer put him down. Rightfully so. Textbook good shooting, but, but the thug culture in Chicago didn't see it that way, right? They would have rather the police be shot and killed. At the same time, they scream and yell and say, why are the police doing nothing in our areas? Why? Why are the police not policing? They are, but when they justifiably and legally shoot a bad guy who was trying to kill them, you protest the police. So why would the police why would the police bother to be proactive in your neighborhood? Real girl, 833, I assume they don't have open carry. Well, you should know. You know Chicago. You know Chicago doesn't have open carry. And even if Chicago had open carry, a thug trying to kill the police with that weapon is not a legal form of open carry. He was illegally carrying a gun. He got what he deserved and what he had coming to him. Look, in deadly force situations, the, the police, when they use deadly force, are not the ones who make the decision to deploy the deadly force. The bad guys make the decision for the police to deploy deadly force. If you are committing a crime and you pull a gun on a cop or on a legally armed person, it isn't that police officer or that legally armed person who decided to shoot and kill you. It's you. You made the decision for them to draw their weapon and shoot and kill you by your actions. Your actions, your actions are the ones. Your actions. Now, are there bad shootings? Of course. The shooting of Walter Scott by Officer Michael Slager in the Carolinas. That was a bad shooting. Slager's being criminally prosecuted. Justine Damon in Minneapolis-St. Paul by that Somali Muslim immigrant cop, bad shooting, cops being prosecuted. When cops are wrong, I'll say they're wrong. But 99.99, and Steel Anvil saying seconds, folks, seconds, that's all it takes. I'll, I'll, I'll go one further, Steel, milliseconds, milliseconds. But, but you're right, Steel, seconds. When, when cops do wrong, I'll call them out. But 99.9999999% of the police shootings we see are good Shootings, very good shootings. This one in Chicago, 
was a great shooting. Great shooting. The video clearly shows the bad guy was armed, clearly shows the bad guy reaching for his firearm. And the police shot him. Cut and dry, case closed. The investigation was over before it ever started. The investigation was over before it ever started. It's just tragic that we have to, absolutely tragic, that we have to put these cops through the ringer and have these police officers vilified, have police officers hurt in demonstrations in Chicago. It's just stupid. It's silly. It's absolutely silly. Yeah, Steel Anvil says good shoot. It was a good shoot, great shoot. It was an absolutely great shoot. Uh, Hans Wednig is asking me what I think. I'm going to go backtrack here. About Turkey invading Syria in an illegal war of aggression with U.S. air support. Well, Turkey's a NATO member. We could debate why that's not a good thing, why that might be a good thing night and day, but that's just the deal we cut years back. Just the deal we cut. Daniel Busnell, you have a great day. Have a great day. I, uh, I apologize we had these issues. I really do, the streaming issues. We're going to have to see what's going on on the back end with YouTube. <clears throat> you know, Drops Bomb said something interesting about this police involved. And I'm going to start taking your comments now. Put up cordons around areas and get the police not to go inside, then see how long till they come crying. You know that cities do that. Cities that don't have a lot of police manpower will essentially do just that and only respond to the worst. The only respond to the worst situations. Not the worst idea. And earlier in the show, when I didn't have audio, I mentioned you could super chat. You could donate. You could super chat. Little icon right there. On the bottom right under where it says Rebel Media next to the smiley face. Uh, Let's see. So what do we got in terms of questions? We have a lot. John Zeland says, Rosenstein just did it for the fake news media to shovel more on Trump. I agree. Most people do. Deep state knows it's just above water and the tide is coming in fast, John Zeland says. John, I agree. I hope so. We got to get rid of Rosenstein. We got to get rid of Jeff Sessions. Got to get rid of Jeff Sessions. We, uh, let's see. Now we're taking, it's, it's really interesting, right? Now that we're taking questions and I'm not calling out certain individuals in the DOJ, our stream is fine. I don't know. I don't know. The globalists are not happy with the Trump-Putin meeting. That means it's a good, it's a good timing for the world, Snowcloud says. You know what's really interesting? The EU, if you look at my Twitter page, at John Cardillo up, and as soon as I commented on the stream being taken down, <laughs> and it's streaming well, it stops streaming again, even though I've got all green lights. <clears throat> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That is absolutely, absolutely awesome. You got to love it. But uh, yeah, there was a, on my Twitter, I, I put something up this morning about uh, the deep state and how they are, uh, the Europeans, the globalists in Europe, I'm trying to find it for you, how the globalists in Europe are at least admitting. Yeah, EU official urges Trump and Putin not to destroy the global order. At least they're admitting it more than the Democrats and the neocons here in the U.S. do, right? They don't admit that this is about a new world order. They don't admit that at all. Enoch says, I've been seeing many live streams from right-wing sources lagging and buffering the last few days. I, I, I suspect they are test driving the AI screening of uploading content. I don't know. I don't know. I just know that it, my stream freezes at opportune moments with certain content. Other content, it's blazing fast. There's no problem. 
<clears throat> Let's see what else we got here. Why do we have to go to World War III? Because incompetent Podesta used password for his password. Exactly. That's what many, many people want to know. Many people want to know that. Oh, Steel Anvil, you're going to the funeral up in Weymouth for Chesna. Awesome, man. Yeah, I've got a bunch of buddies going to that as well. Uh, oof. Always rough. Always rough. Robert Jackson asked me, do I think Trump is going to up the pressure on FBI DJ when he gets home? The evidence is on his side now. Only the super libs would freak when they don't. He should. He should. And there were some new polls, and even leftist law professors are admitting, that if Trump were to fire Mueller, Rosenstein, and Sessions, he would not, he would not take one point of political hit. He would not. Not one point of political hit. And we're trying to get this stream back for you. Let's see what else we've got here. Somebody keeps asking me if Ben Shapiro should be president of the United States. No, I don't want Jakumar Jada. No, I don't want Ben Shapiro as president of the United States. Ben Shapiro is a commentator. He's not a politician. No reason for Ben Shapiro to be president of the United States. Okay, let's see what else we got here. I'm going through your uh, comments. Uh... Somebody goes, no, that's not why she lost, dude. Exposure of her high crimes and misdemeanors to 90% of the citizenry who are in a super would be why. Sadly, too many of those will not hold Donald J. Trump. I don't know what you mean. Hillary lost because she didn't campaign. Hillary had a lot of supporters. Hillary lost by razor-thin margins in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Michigan. It had nothing to, nobody, nobody on the left cared about Hillary crimes. Nobody on the right cared about Donald Trump sleeping with Porn stars had nothing to do with it. It had to do with the fact that Hillary's economic message, when you go to Pennsylvania and tell coal miners, you're going to put them out of business. And when you go and talk about free trade with countries that are charging tariffs and putting on the auto industry out of business and the steel industry out of business, when we're not charging tariffs, you're going to lose votes. Hillary campaigned horribly, horribly in those states that nobody really cares about. Hillary didn't lose because of her emails. Hillary lost because she campaigned very, very poorly. She was cleared in the email scandal. If anything, it energized her base. It energized her base. Let's see when an all-out war will be. Czech nationalist says, let's see when an all-out war will be in Europe against immigrants. If Trump won't rule, then America might interfere. No, I think America's going to leave America, uh, 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 Europe to, do, to their own devices. We have. All right, Real Girl 833 says, I was hugely disappointed when Trump didn't make Giuliani attorney general. Well, the real story is Trump wanted Rudy for attorney general. Rudy wanted to be secretary of state. He didn't want attorney general. He turned it down, a move they all regret now. Rudy wanted secretary of state. When Trump didn't give it to him, he got insulted. He didn't want any other job. He declined attorney general. He was the first choice. And people very close to Trump have told me that. Rudy was the first choice. In fact, I had somebody very close to the president say to me, Jeff Sessions was our biggest mistake. Should have been Rudy. Rudy should have taken the job. So Rudy Giuliani was their first choice. Gail Cotterman says, no matter what her message would have been, I wouldn't have voted for Hillary. <clears throat> exactly. He was also very unlikable. Very, very unlikable. And that's one of the main reasons Hillary lost. Likeability. Likeability. 
Real Girl says, sad, he would have been better at Secretary of State, too. Well, I think Pompeo's doing a damn good job. Tillerson was horrible. Was absolutely horrible. The worst. The absolute worst choice. But again, <clears throat> a lot of the choices Trump was forced to make early on were dictated to him by the deep state, by the globalists, by the neocons. Let's see what else we got here. Are Sino-Russian ties extremely dangerous or moderate, moderately dangerous to the world? Nah, it's business as usual. I don't think it's dangerous at all. <clears throat> Being bonkers at Barkley said, who sold Jeff Sessions to the Trump team? Well, interesting, right? So Jeff Sessions was one of the first senators to get on board for Trump. And when Rudy didn't want AG, Jeff Sessions, having, had been, uh, having been a U.S. attorney, was a logical choice. He expressed interest in the job. Trump liked and trusted him, but he turned out to be a disaster. And you can bet your bottom dollar that guys like Reince Priebus were also behind that decision. You know, Priebus is out. Katie Walsh is out. They all leaked. They were never allies. They were all never Trumpers. What can you do? What can you do? Easton guy, do I think Hillary Rodham Clinton was a demon-possessed, as according to Alex Jones? Well, I think Alex Jones is nuts. And do I think Hillary was possessed by a demon? No. I think Hillary is possessed by ambition and a sense of entitlement to the Oval Office. Hillary is possessed by greed, by a superiority complex, an elitism complex. No, I don't think demons possessed Hillary Clinton. <clears throat> so, uh, was Jeff Sessions a part of the insurance plan? No, I think what they were referring to the insurance policy was Mueller. And they were referring to their little cabal on the seventh floor of the FBI. Homie, McCabe, Strzok, people at DOJ like Bruce Orr, Nellie Orr, the Fusion GPS people, etc. That's what I think they were. Sessions was a, uh, well, Sessions was really a patsy. I think Jeff Sessions went in there and he, he governed, well, government managed, he didn't govern the attorney general. He managed by consensus, like he did in the Senate. So in other words, he went to Rosenstein and all these, and he said, well, how should I handle this? Recuse. He probably called a bunch of other deep state guys. Oh, Jeff, you need to recuse. Let Rod handle everything. Knowing Rosenstein was their guy. Now, Billy Yoon says, President Trump is a patriot. He loves his family. That's why he wants walls with a great big door and a huge walk willing to open for those who knock. And we'll use ice for those who try to break in here. Yeah, well, we need that wall. Love Roscoe says, greed, she's possessed by the demons of greed, literally, I'm gatekeeping now, out of here. Oh, so if I don't buy into Alex Jones' craziness and believe that Hillary Clinton was possessed by the devil, then you don't want to watch my show. Okay. Well, I don't know what to say to that. LOL, uh, Scrappy Joe says, demons don't have to possess people who have already decided to do the devil's work. Yeah, that's, see, that's a fair point. I think Hillary and Bill Clinton are inherently bad people. I think America saw that they were bad people. President, son, Tr President Trump's son, Clay, is a picture of the role of a good father for this nation. Well, they seem like I know I know the uh, Don Jr. and I know uh, some other members of the family, and they're nice people. John Zeland, Trump has always had a clear head, never drank or smoked, always listened to what the drunks were saying. That's true. A great observation. That's true. <clears throat> Merkmad says, in Australia, we have a wall. It's called a sea. It keeps a lot of the floating scum out 
for the aid of our Navy. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better. But look, America, we unfortunately have that long border with Mexico. <clears throat> We've got that long border with Canada. And so it's a lot harder to secure, to maintain. A lot harder. It is simply, simply much more difficult. But look, there need to be some changes at the Department of Justice, right? Now, what I was told by people, uh, staffers in the U.S. Senate, is that the reason Trump isn't firing Sessions is because him getting somebody else confirmed is going to be impossible. He also needs Mitch McConnell to push through Judge Kavanaugh. And McConnell and Sessions are old friends. McConnell doesn't want to see Sessions fired in disgrace. Rogue One says there is a serious spiritual element at play in all things. Yes, but it's not the, the guiding factor. Demonic possession is not why Hillary Clinton lost the election. Hillary lost the election because she ran the most horrible campaign in electoral history. That's why. Drops Bomb says we in Europe have the worst borders. You guys need that wall ASAP. Oh, yeah, we do. We need the wall. We need our military on the border. We need more ICE agents. We need a lot. We need a lot more things. Uh, Bang Bonkers at Barkley says, Alex isn't nuts at all, but he takes the legitimate outrage to 11 on the volume now about everything. That's not an accurate representation of what Alex lays out. He acknowledges HRC's own penchant. You mean Alex Jones. Alex Jones denied 9-11 and denied Sandy Hook. He's a conspiracy theorist. I don't care how he tries to reinvent himself. He earned money off of the blood of innocents, friends of mine who were killed. I'll never respect the man Ever. Has he had some, has he, has he hit some homers? Sure. But broken clocks are also right twice a day. And when the guy acts like a normal human being, he tends to import good information. Then he reverts back to being a lunatic for money. So zero respect for people that would rather float conspiracy theories over facts. Uh, Real, Girl, Real Girl says, by all means, let's continue this so Sessions can save face. Disgusting, isn't it? But that's sadly what's happening. Look, Rosenstein acts like the attorney general. Sessions acts like a rank-and-file staff lawyer. The other day, Rosenstein's out there talking about indicting Russians. Sessions is in some state talking to cops, local cops, about fentanyl. The optics were terrible. John Zeeland says, Johnny, is a true impeachment is in the works for Rosie? Yeah, Mark Meadows, uh, chairman of the Freedom Caucus, Republican uh, congressman from North Carolina, has the articles of impeachment drawn up. So, yes, that is true. That is true. What about TSA immunity to do anything? Oh, the TSA is getting sovereign immunity. It happens to all government agencies. If they grope you, you can't sue them. It's ridiculous. We'll see if it's upheld on appeal because they're not technically law enforcement. We have to see if sovereign immunity will withstand uh, challenges in court. Let's see what else we've got. Francis Smith says Hillary lost because she thought she had it in the bag, underestimated the American people. Exactly. Exactly. Hillary felt entitled, and as a result, as a result, she lost the election because she didn't campaign where she should have been campaigning. I don't have to respect him, but Alex is a powerhouse. We wouldn't be where we are today if it wasn't for him playing a role. I'll concede that. He mobilized a fringe portion of the base, but I don't respect him. Is he a media powerhouse? Yes. Does he mobilize a good portion of people? Absolutely. But I don't respect somebody who lies to you and tells you the truth because you never know what you're getting. You never know what you're getting. 
And I think that we in this business owe people the truth. We don't, we, we do a disservice if we spew conspiracy theories to make money and then infuse the truth to legitimize the conspiracy theory. I think we do a great, great disservice. And unfortunately, we're still having these, these uh, terrible buffering issues. I don't know why, but the, uh, the excuse I'm getting from YouTube is that the, we, they are not receiving a signal from me, but my machine is, my, my machine is uh, telling me we're, getting, we're sending them a great signal, though I don't know. <laughs> it's telling me we're sending them a great signal. Being bonkers said, tell me specifically when Alex Jones lied. Well, I think you need to look that up for yourself. <laughs> There's too many uh, instances to cover in one show. Merkmod says, hey, YouTube, we get the message. And uh, unfortunately, I keep getting this odd error message from YouTube. I don't know why, but if it freezes again, what I'm going to do is... <clears throat> Uh, Drop Bomb says, does the stream jam when certain election losers are mentioned in chat? Sure seems that way, doesn't it? Uh, sure seems that way, doesn't it? Sure it does. <clears throat> Hillary felt entitled and so did a legion of her followers. Those who have no respect for, demo respect for democracy, hence the riots and screaming. Yeah, that's very true. Very, very true. Hillary is... Uh, <clears throat> Hillary is... Hillary, she wants to run again. The Democratic Party wants to get rid of her. They want her gone. They want nothing to do with her. The Democratic Party can't stand Hillary. She's blocking younger. I hope she does. I hope Hillary does run again. It'll be a landslide against her. Terrible. Terrible. I'm going to answer being bonkers because they won't leave me alone about Alex Jones. That Sandy Hook never happened, that the family were cri families were crisis actors, that 9-11 never happened, that there was a Russian airbase in upstate New York, which was an old airplane graveyard, an airplane junkyard that my friends and I would go to. And the list goes on and on and on. Jones is a lunatic conspiracy theorist who spews nonsense and then once in a while puts out a true story. But I'm not going to sit here on my show and talk about the guy. So there's three examples. Go research some more for yourself. And you will find them. Look, I love that you watch the show, but here's what I'm never going to do. I'm never going to give you conspiracy theories that sound cool. Never. Never. I'm going to give you the truth. Well-researched, well-vetted fact. Not crazy conspiracy theories. Alex Jones said that 9-11 was an inside job. Yes, he did. He's a 9-11 conspiracy theorist. So stop. Stop. That it never happened the way the official story said it happened. Now, I give you the truth. I give you evidence-based analysis. If you want kooky conspiracy theories, if you want loony, uh, uh, I don't know, tinfoil hat craziness, <laughs> if you want me to analyze Hillary's loss through the lens of Hillary being possessed by demons, it's just not, I'm never going to do that. I'm not going to lie to you. That's never a show I'm going to bring you. I'm just not going to do it. <clears throat> not going to do it. John Zeland says, awesome that Ezra was asked by Tommy to cover his upcoming appeal. The Rebel is the only news outlet he trusts to give him a fair shake. What's happening to Tommy Robinson is disgraceful. Disgraceful. And then you've got that moron mayor of London, Sadiq Khan, talking about free speech while Tommy's rotting in jail 
and City of London shuts down free speech, where people in the UK are visited by the police for giving the finger to the traffic camera. It's disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful. Bill Anvil says, uh, well, Matt says, I don't know, John, might be sectioning off your base. That's okay. Listen, I'm not going to lie and spew conspiracy theories to keep an audience. I have more ethics and integrity than that. Bill Anvil was down there on 9-11 handing out buckets. Bill was there. He knows. He knows. Rogue One says I'm gatekeeping. Somebody's asking me why I'm showing my pagan ties. <laughs> ah, I get it. So wait. So if I don't believe in conspiracy theories, I don't believe that, that uh, Hillary lost the election because she was possessed by demons. I'm, I'm gatekeeping. I'm gatekeeping and I'm showing that I'm a pagan. Well, 12 years of Catholic school, trust me, I'm not a pagan. Um, but, but here's the, here's the, uh, <laughs> 313 Mandroid says my show is disgraceful because I won't view conspiracy theory. All right, here's the reality. I'm not even using, I'm not even using an internet connection. This is all, I'm, I'm, bro- I'm actually coming to you from the future. I'm broadcasting from the future on a new technology that YouTube can't really understand. And I'm going to give you predictions, and I'm going to then I'm going to create a Reddit persona and tell you guys that I'm some super secret government agent, some super secret government agent who hides, I, I, but I, I you know, have this invisibility cloak that was invented in 20 years, so I can hide in the, so I came back in time and I hide in the Oval Office, and I tell you what Trump's saying. I mean, do you guys really want that? Is that really the kind of analysis you want? Really? Or do you want real analysis? The reality is, Matt says I'm an Illuminati reptilian confirmed. I wish I was. How cool would it be to be one of those people and have all that inside knowledge or one of those things? Frank, Con and May allowing this insulting balloon to fly near Parliament is a disgrace and an insult. Yeah, and would they, and would, oh, behind my left shoulder, my, my obelisk. It's not just that I thought it was a cool symbol for the Washington Monument. Nah, it has, it has to be that. Yeah, so D. Con and Theresa May are letting that balloon fly. <coughs> Excuse me. Would they, would they be as willing to let, a, a, an anti-Sidi Khan balloon fly or a balloon of Muhammad with a bomb for a hat. Would they let that fly? Neil Anvil says, my gun blo- glows blue when orbs are around. Oh God, it's going, oh, been glowing blue all week. In fact, I'm, I might do a show with night vision one day so you can see all the orbs floating around the studio. I don't even do research. The orbs give it to me. The orbs up and we froze. See, you guys wanted to talk about orbs and we froze. You guys wanted to talk about orbs, and we froze. Keep doing it to me. <clears throat> um, did I read Tommy's letter? No, I didn't. I, you know, uh, I, I think what's happening to Tommy's terrible, but Ezra's doing such a great job covering it that I focus more on the U.S. side of the world, but we're going to touch on it. We're certainly going to touch on it. And uh, let's see. Fraser McBurney donated five bucks. Thanks, Fraser. Trudeau and the USA are allowing over 800 invaders a day into Canada, the cities that can't afford to house them. Exactly. Exactly. Can't afford to house any, any, uh, any uh, more illegals. Neither country can. Matt says, see, you can't talk about the orbs and being from the future. I know. I know. They, they want to keep cutting me off. You guys, I mean, really. No, I'm serious. I'll start bringing you the conspiracy crazy show every day. Q came to my house last night, by the way, 3 o'clock in the morning. You came to my house, but I couldn't see him. He was in, he was dark in his voice, but we, oh, we talked about all kinds of things he knows from his super secret 
is super secret perch inside government. I, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. I don't understand how people buy into this stuff. It's just, uh, maybe I'll create a, a, another persona. I'll call myself SCI. That I have super secret clearance, my SCI clearance. I will, uh, I'll start doing the show with a black screen with my voice altered. And we'll, um, I'll bring you the show like that and I'll tell you all these crazy theories. I'll tell you like how Trump and, and Mueller have a secret handshake and a fist bump and they wink to each other on camera. And that's how we know. That's how we know. <laughs> Matt, that was a pretty funny comment. That's how we know that there's nothing's going to happen at Trump. See, they're all really working behind the scenes to take down Hillary in the deep state. And Huma Abedin, oh, Huma Abedin isn't even a woman. She's actually a guy in disguise. She's been secretly infiltrating Hillary for years because we knew that Trump was going to become president. Mueller was going to be appointed special counsel. And then we're going to be able to take down the deep state. That's, but you, said, you know what's sad? If one of these conspiracy kooks floated that, people would believe it. They would believe it. No, it's really nuts. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I do my show the wrong way. Maybe I shouldn't, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe I shouldn't do my show with factual analysis, accurate analysis. Maybe I really should. Maybe every day I should do a satire, conspiracy theory show for you. That might be cool. Like tomorrow we'll say the Trump-Putin summit never even happened. That Trump was on his golf course in Bedminster and Putin was wrestling grizzly bears in Siberia. But what really went on was they were just two holograms designed to make the globalists go crazy and expose the globalists while Trump and Putin were doing other things. Trump was actually playing golf with Sean Hannity. It wasn't Sean Hannity on television. That was also a hologram. And, and <laughs> Gail says, please don't. You. But Gail, this is so much more fun. And then the, so the Trump and Putin holograms met and there weren't even really 12 Russians indicted. No, that was all done so that it gave the hologram something to talk about. And really behind the scenes, the Illuminati, they're meeting at Bilderberg to figure out who the president's going to be in 2024. And so none of this, none of what you're seeing. In fact, it's the Matrix. It's, you're just all asleep. And the, uh, the code, the code is James. I mean, is that really the show you want? Is that really the analysis you want? No, of course you don't. I see it with your comments and you're laughing and you know that I'm kidding. Matt, the facts, we only need the facts. Exactly. Exactly. And the facts are, look, these people in government, even at the top of the deep state, are like you. They're like me. They've got the same motivations, the same ambitions. They, they do things. They do things to keep themselves employed. <laughs> they do things that the people they're aligned with have more power. There are no super secret cabals. There is no plan to bring down Hillary. Jeff Sessions is not working with Mueller to bring that. No, no. Trump disrupted the global order. He disrupted the global order. And they're hysterical. It's about money. When Trump came in, John McCain was hysterical because he knew Trump wasn't a hawk. John McCain has literally hundreds of millions, if not billions, invested with, not personally invested, but over his career, he's helped the defense industry. They've helped with their lobbying and, and donation dollars get the people he needs under him elected, get the people he can control in D.C., elected or appointed. A guy like John McCain hated Trump, not ideologically. McCain's not an ideologue, nor is Trump. It's because Trump represented a threat to the money, to the power, 
That's all it was ever about. That's all it was ever about. And uh, when we come back, guys, I'm going to uh, end the broadcast because they're killing our stream again. I am off tomorrow and Wednesday. I won't be back with you until Thursday. I've got uh, classes, a training for two days on tomorrow and Wednesday, early morning until late morning. I won't be here, but I will be back with you on Wednesday right here on The Classified Live. Thanks so much. Maybe we will do that spoof conspiracy theory show, and you can tell me which one you like better. We'll infuse some real facts with it. Anyway, you guys have a great couple of days. I'll see you on Thursday morning. Thursday morning.